Hey folks, it's King from Stay Tuned Sports, and I gotta tell you, I love energy drinks. They help give me that boost that I need to finish all my work, get through game film recaps from all of Sunday's games, and they provide that pick-me-up during a very long week. What I don't love is that crash and the jitters, the gross feeling you get with most other energy drinks. And that's why I tried Dubby, and I gotta tell you, Dubby is a game changer with flavors like Dragonade, Beach and Peach, Galaxy Grenade, and my personal favorite, the Dub Sludge. You can find your favorite or just get them all. There's no jitters, there's no crash because there's no sugar in Dubby. Plus, Dubby contains Neurofactor, an all natural ingredient derived from coffee cherries, which has been linked to enhanced brain function. You go on over to Dubby.gg right now, that's Dubby.gg, to grab the best energy drink you've ever had. And if you enter the code STSPORTS18, in all caps, you'll get 10% off your order. That's STSPORTS18 to get 10% off of Dubby. Be better. Stay tuners. Welcome back to another episode of Stay Tuned Sports. It's your good friend Jimbo here with our good buddy King. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, this... <laughs> Dude, the last half hour of of interneting has been fucking wild. Yeah, <laughs> especially in the NFL world, wild. And I don't know if anybody knows what we're talking about. By the time you hear this podcast, you're probably going to know what we're talking about. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, I can't. The, the funny part was. Oh, there's no. I don't know. Well, no, there's no, there's no funny part. The it's not funny, but it's, it's, it's funny in a very uncomfortable, disgusting awful way like yes. you, it's so bad like you have to laugh to keep yourself from just being like horrified yeah by what the hell is going on here um um it, it, can i fill in the people real quickly here jimbo and then we'll we'll bust into this well let, let me start off with with this aspect of it and then i'll let okay, you, you jump, for, right, jump right in absolutely um, the funny part about this timing with all this situation that we're about to announce um, Justin Field yesterday was talking about his play and then also blamed the coaching. And it's they go ahead, King. Um, to, quickly, not to jump on that real quickly. Hearing Justin Field's statement about it, it doesn't sound as bad as it looked in the press when it came to like the coaching part of it. Like yeah. the way it was written sounds a lot worse than the way he said it. Okay. I'll say that first of all. So I'll give Justin Fields the benefit of the doubt, even though he can't see two wide open receivers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
before taking a run. So that'll be whatever it is. But the uh, the Bears defensive coordinator, uh, Alan Williams, uh, sent in a resignation letter. He he was off of the field, by the way. I don't know if anybody noticed in a game with the Buccaneers. He was not on the field. I believe Matt Eber- Matt Eberflus was calling the defensive plays for the Bears. Um, and and when it came to the whereabouts or what was going on with the defensive coordinator, he just kind of shut down real quickly. Was like, you know, I don't know, you know. He's not here. We're not talking about it. End of story. Move on to something else. I was like, oh, okay, all right. Um, but we have some information now, <laughs> um, and this comes from uh, Coach Allen Williams. Uh, he sent in a resignation letter. Uh, to the Bears, uh, it is with great regret that I tender my resignation as the defensive coordinator of the Chicago Bears football club effective immediately. I am taking a step back to take care of my health and my family. I, I can appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, and it even says in here, I appreciate the opportunity to work with the Chicago Bears, a storied NFL franchise with a rich history. The McCaskey family is first class and second to none. I would also like to thank Coach Matt Eberflus and general manager Ryan Poles for giving me the opportunity to come to Chicago. I would also like to thank President Kevin Warren, the coaches and players of which I value the relationships and camaraderie. I value the NFL, the NFL Shield, and all that it stands for. And after taking some time to address my health, I plan to come back and coach again. Sincerely, Coach Alan V. Williams. So it sounds like he might be going through some stuff, whether it's health wise, family, something personal is going on with him. And he just, he, he wasn't there on Sunday, obviously had to take a step back. Uh, yeah, it seems, this seems okay. Like this is not the first time we've seen something like this uh, when it comes to, to coaches yeah, or, or something like that. Something personal comes up, they take a leave of absence or they resign to take care of the opposite. If it's going to be, you know, something uh, uh, big or, or, you know, serious that they have to take care of. Um, so that was the question too. Uh, uh, after that came out, was what was the what was the impetus for this? What's it, what's going on with this? Is there something seriously wrong with him? Is there something wrong with one of his family members? Like, is he okay? Is his family okay? Is like like what is going on? Yeah. Um. Which and, and seriously, like people have a genuine concern when something like this happens. People are worried uh, uh, about people. Um, then some, and we must stress this because we don't want to end up in a situation like Brett Favre and Pat McAfee. (laughs) So unconfirmed reports. I want to put that out there stressed in the most stressful way that it can be stressed. Unconfirmed reports. And the one I'm looking at here comes from, uh, Major League Football uh, at underscore ML Football. They're on Twitter. They're usually pretty good with their with their news. But I will also put out their unconfirmed reports. So take this as you will. Breaking news: The Federal Bureau of Investigations raided Chicago Bears defensive coordinator Allen Williams' home due to some very serious allegations. League sources tell Major League Football. The Sting found some extremely sensitive, quote, unquote, content. And Williams will most likely never coach again for Chicago or any NFL team 
for the rest of his life. A source familiar with the situation says, holy shit, he's got kid porn. <laughs> I'm trying not to laugh, but oh, God. No, un- what? What? <laughs> what? And, and out of out of beyond left field, this came from the highway. What yeah, the hell is this? Uh, 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 I mean, I I don't even know where to go go with this. Um, because I mean, let, let's just take the whole Bears situation out of it. The Bears suck. Okay, it's not just Justin Fields. Like. Uh, this is bad. <laughs> I, 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 like we, we, we make fun of the Raiders back in the, what, like the nineties, early two thousands that all the bad boys went to there. And this, this makes them look like choir boys. I, uh, 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 I, I, I am at a loss. I am at a loss. Apparently, <clears throat> Uh, reading further reports into this, it was uh, Chicago Bears icon Peanut Tillman, who is currently an FBI agent. I'm I'm hoping like that one is true. I'm hoping that report does get confirmed. Or that... the Chicago's <laughs> upper management, uh, including the head coach, general manager, and president, about Allen Williams' house being raided. Uh, I, 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 I am, dude. I I, I don't like. I, I don't know I don't know where to go with this. I well, don't know where to go with this. And see, like you know, and again, this is all unconfirmed. I mean, the resignation that that's confirmed. You know, Ian Rappaport, Shefty, they all said that that did happen. These this other stuff is still unconfirmed. But no, we know uh, the the resignation happened. That happened. That's official. We saw the letter. They all posted it. That's there. Yeah. The the FBI raid and the the reported purposes of the raid. Um, again, that's all unconfirmed. So confirmed, Alan Williams has resigned from the Bears as defensive coordinator, effective immediately. He is no longer the defensive coordinator for the Bears, not employed by the Bears, has nothing to do with the Bears as yeah. of right now, as we're recording this. And you didn't know about this story like till you came on and, and we talked a little bit before the show. The other asked, like the very first um unconfirmed story that I saw about the, the possible child porn is um, supposedly the FBI raided not only Alan Williams house, but also Hallis Hall. I saw that the Hallis Hall thing was, un, was, was false. Yeah. And, and that's, I see that that's, that's the aspect that, that of did not happen. Yeah. But that's, that, I find that part and funny. That's why, and, that, and that's why you always have to take these things with a grain of salt and why we're saying unconfirmed Confirmed. reports. <laughs> but I could only imagine the bears, like when they see that, uh, hell no, the cops weren't here. Nope, nope, what, they weren't here. Were they at uh, Alan Williams' house? They weren't here, not here. Well, <laughs> well here's the thing. If they were at households, they, there, there would have been like, people would have known about it and it would be everywhere. If there yeah. was an FBI raid on an NFL facility, it wouldn't be rumors and innuendo. Yeah. It would be ESPN was outside of the doors of Hallis Hall and there would be media there and there would be massive like that. That's not something that you hide. Yeah. Can hide. It's impossible to hide that. Um, so I, I, I think that's it. The reports that Hallis Hall was raided probably most likely 99.9% .9 false. Uh, but 
these reports coming in about Alan Williams house being raided, um, coinciding with the fact that he was not at the game on Sunday. He's been missing from the facility since I believe late last week. Yeah. Um, and, and hasn't been like, so, and I, I heard, I started hearing this a bit on Pat McAfee show today about how he was like, nobody knew where he was. Why wasn't he there? Why was Eberflus calling the defensive plays? Da, 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 da. You know, and that led into the, the Justin Fields comments and all that kind of stuff. So it was just kind of, that was what it was. But, but, you know, the conversation was where the hell is Alan Williams? Where the hell is the defensive coordinator? Um, if, if, if these unconfirmed, unconfirmed reports are to be believed though, uh, my man's in trouble. My man, <laughs> my man is, is in trouble. The and only football team he'll be able to coach is the mean machine. No, they don't do they, they, they Listen, if there's one thing, anybody anybody knows about prison uh it's that it's that the kitty touchers don't do well yeah the ones who like the youngins not not particular fan favorites there behind the old bars yeah as it were so um he's not in for a good time <laughs> he's not in for a good time uh at all uh uh, trying to see, I'm trying to get anything on the latest. If there's any anything confirmed, not confirmed. Um, just I see a lot of people posting stuff about Peanut Tillman uh, still being a Bears legend for this. <laughs> I saw I saw one one uh, post that um, Alan Williams was making a a, a breakaway from it uh, with the hard drives in his hands, and Peanut Tillman did a peanut punch and took him out. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. The the, the memes, the 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 if if a lot of this comes out to be true, from these unconfirmed, unconfirmed. reports, um, <laughs> the memes are going to be pretty stellar. Yeah, especially with Peanut Tillman, like you said, there's going to be there's going to be gifs and memes of Peanut Tillman doing a peanut punch of the hard drive out of his hands. It's like you got, you're going to see that. It's like going to be like the hard drive away, not grabbing it, intercepting. Like that's going to be, it's, it's going to be like the, rightfully so. it's going to be like the old, um, Randy Orton RKO out of nowhere. Dude, it's, uh, <laughs> I'm probably going to make a few as well, but man, <laughs> I, I can't, man, I cannot believe that that this is where we are now with uh, 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 an an NFL coach. Um, I, I'm trying to I'm trying to see any more here. I know Pro Football Talk is the one who posted. That's Florio. Uh, he's the one who posted that says uh, Bears say rumors of police raided Alice Hall in connection with the now former defensive coordinator Allen Williams is false. So yeah. that's coming from the Bears via. Uh, Mike Florio, uh, old Doctor Mike. There, uh, I, I want to see if there's anything anything else uh, uh, more on this. But right now, this is kind of taking over, um, not just NFL Twitter, but sports Twitter. Yeah. Uh, if or X, sorry, you know, you know, old habits and everything. Um, and I mean, I, I got ESPN on right now just to see if there's any new updates or whatever. But um, I. 
I think we got as much um, information we're going to get today. I don't think we're going to find out anything about the what they found in the house today. Um, no, no, that's the thing. Because here's the other thing too. He's not a he's not arrested. No, yet. Like he's not in custody. There's not any charges yet. So we we don't know. Like and, and like once that happens is when I think you know obviously the charges will be filed or something like that. If anything, let, and you know what, but, let me let me play like you know kind of like a devil advocate here. Um, it doesn't if there is something in that house you know, child porn, whatever it would be. Maybe it's not his. Maybe, you know, I don't know if he has kids or anything like that. It Maybe it could be one of theirs, you know, and that's maybe why he made that statement that he wants to focus on his family and his health, you know. So, you know, we don't know if, it, if it's him, but mm. signs are kind of pointing to him, though. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to mm. not take sides or here or whatever, but, you know. Because here's the thing, like that. I'd like, and, and listen, I'm not the biggest fan of the FBI. In fact, I hate the FBI. Uh, I'm not a big fan of any of the alphabet agencies uh, that the U.S. has. I'm not to get political. Not getting there. I'm a bit of a centrist. <laughs> anyway, not a big fan of them. But I would hope, and I know time and time again they they've proved me wrong on this because they're fucking terrible. But you'd hope that they don't do something like this without enough evidence to know like we're pretty sure yeah that this isn't you know like one of his sons or maybe a younger kid or something like that doing something on here that you know this is ip addresses this is another thing too folks Everybody knows what you're doing. Government knows what's on your phone, what's on your computer, what your IP address is, yeah. what you say. Listen, have you ever sit there and had a conversation with somebody and then you go and scroll your phone and you get ads for the things that you were talking about? Not that you even searched for it, but that you were just talking about. And all of a sudden, well, I got ads for that. That's because your phone listens to you. That's not a conspiracy theory. That's an actual thing. Your phone microphone listens to you, picks it up and, and does that. That's that's why you hold the apps and stuff that you download always ask for access to your microphone and camera and stuff like that. That's why. So they know everything. So I want to know how fucked up you got to be to think that in this world, not only do you think it's okay to do that and, and, and pick up kitty porn, which it's not clearly, I think we all can agree with that. Um, but then you wouldn't get caught. That's the funny part. Is you that- know you're getting caught. Yeah. There's no if ands or buts about it. There's no. I mean, there is no way you're getting around that. There's no way you're getting away with it. There's no way you're doing anything like that. No way. Government knows. Cops know. FBI knows. All the alphabet agency knows. All the advertisers know. Probably. Yeah with the way you surf the internet these days, like it's no, nobody like you're not, you're not getting away with this. So like it, it's like, he's, if this is true again, unconfirmed, unconfirmed. Reports, but if it is true, 
like this dude, it, like that shows the mentality of these types of people that it it's they're they're diseased. Yeah. They're they are diseased, disgusting people. Um and if it is true, he's gonna be spending a lot of time behind bars with lovely people yes. who just think the <laughs> highest of pedophiles. They really do back there. Uh and and with that being the case, who knows if he ever sees the light of day again. Uh but again, we're we're not convicting him for anything. He is innocent until proven guilty. He's not even charged with anything yet. Yes. This is all just unconfirmed, unconfirmed. reports. Uh but what a way to start off the show. Holy yeah. shit. Wow. Um and, you know, kind of transitioning, um, going from from possibly one criminal to another criminal. Uh Kareem Hunt signing wow. with what? He kicked wow. a girl. And he liked it. Um, <laughs> look at that. Little Katy Perry in there. <laughs> you all thought it was Taylor Swift on his end. No, sir. We got a little Katy there for it. Oh, uh. <laughs> Uh, and Jason did not confirm that Kelsey is dating her. He said he thinks it's a hundred percent true. That's why. That's why confirmed is kind of in quotations. It's yes, <laughs> confirmed, but not officially. It's it's a soft confirm. Yeah. <laughs> maybe they're not. Maybe they're still not dating. Maybe they're just still in the banging phase. You know. Maybe, it's just maybe like, they're not even doing that. Maybe they just like their you know company with each other and take slow walks on the know? beach. Well, I mean, and 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 banging. I'm banging. Let's be honest. You know, they, they, you got you got uh, two people in their prime of their lives. Uh, uh, not they couldn't be in better shape athletically. Obviously, uh, uh, Travis in the middle of football season. Taylor doing the Eras tour. Um, you know, and and just being probably her fittest and she has to be to do the show i yeah. mean if you've seen any pictures of her walking around like with her legs and stuff she she's got muscular legs now yeah like she's she's got ripped thighs not that i'm saying i stare at taylor swift's thighs constantly <laughs> for hours and hours as the day moves on but uh so i mean you have two people prime physical peak physical condition just hanging out nah they're banging they're super banging uh but also you got to think you know the schedules are hard you know she's yeah. still doing she's recording and doing other stuff and she's going back on tour uh in november and then she has another two month break until she starts it up again in february he's you know obviously got the football season so he's always either at practice at the facility traveling on the road to other stadiums doing things like that so um there's a lot still going on there where it's like i don't know if they're going to be uh officially dating but you know if they hook up every uh every uh you know, middle of the week, every other week or something yeah. like that. I think that's probably, uh, you know, what famous people do, you know, and, uh, and, uh, you know, good, good, good for, good for Travis, good for Taylor going out there, you know, the, you know, sowing her wild oats as it were, uh, <laughs> uh, and Travis shooting a shot and he got it, man. He, he was the whole, you know, I got the French slip, uh, bracelet going to the concert. I wanted to give it to her with my phone number on it, and da 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 da. And that didn't happen, but I guess she heard about it. So then they started talking. And see, this just goes to show you, everybody, shoot your shot. What's the worst that can say? No, exactly. You know, you you you, you shoot your shot. And even then, he he did shoot his shot, got told no, and then it still ended up winning in the end. Yeah, you know what I mean. So even a no can't. Well, wait a minute. I don't want to say that because that sounds. 
That sounds a little bit creepy. <laughs> that's not what I mean. I'm not, say, I'm not saying this. Even though, she, even though she said no, he still got what he wanted. <laughs> even though she said no, a no can turn it. I was going to say a no can turn into a yes, but that's that's <laughs> not in that way. Oh, man. We're going to be the next Alan Williams. <laughs> Uh, um, there's got to be a better way to say that. That's not as creepy. <laughs> but anyway, moving on. Yes, Kareem Hunt uh, has, <laughs> has signed a deal with the Cleveland Browns after that absolutely horrendous injury uh, that happened to Nick Chubb on Monday night. Um, I'll, I'll tell you what, I man. Didn't, I, I didn't watch... I watched a little bit of that game, but I didn't see that play happen. I went to bed and, you know, whenever I wake up the next morning, I always jump on Facebook or X to see what kind of news is going on or who won the latest game or whatever. And the very first thing that pops up as X opens is a video of the hit. And I'm like, I don't want to see that at 530 in the morning. And I I, I almost puked. I saw the play when it happened and when you see it happen live and you saw him go down and it was like, Oh no. Oh, it looks like he might've gotten hurt in that play. Like you, you like when seeing it from afar from the, from the television camera, like you couldn't really tell or see, or just like, Oh, looks like maybe a bad hit. Oh yeah. no, I hope he's okay. And then you see him lying on the ground and then they don't show the replay. Yeah. And as soon as that doesn't happen, you're like, all right, something's going on. And and uh, and I mean, Joe Buck said that it, it it looked particularly gruesome, so they're not going to show it. And so and then I was like, for that. "Well, I got to go to X now because I didn't see it. Like, I was like, what what could it be? Like, I, I don't think it was like it didn't look like it was a bad hit. Yeah. And so of course, yeah, I go to Twitter X, whatever, uh, Twitter X, X Twitter. Actually, it's X Twitter, I guess. You know, because it used to be. <laughs> um, and yeah, I, I, I saw it and I immediately got taken back. I believe it was the 2001 national championship game, uh, between the university of Miami and the Ohio state Buckeyes. And, uh, I believe it was Willis McGahee. Uh, he was running down the sidelines. He got hit by Ohio state player. His, I want to say it was his right leg, his, his, his right foot, ankle and calf stayed in place. Yeah. And the rest of him didn't. And it reminded me of that, of just where you saw a complete separation of lower leg from upper leg. Yeah. Then you just know like that knee just got obliterated every piece of cartilage every ligament just got ripped to shit and and that's what happened to nick chubb there on monday and it was just absolutely devastating absolutely heartbreaking uh, so i mean and, so and heartbreaking sh- that the pittsburgh steelers fans stopped being an asshole for two seconds yeah stopped being assholes and actually cheered him and chanted his name as he was carted off the field and showed uh, uh, a lot of respect for him like i said not that's a little out of the ordinary for your typical steelers fan but uh, and this is a, the second time he did that to that same leg. Yeah, because he just came off of uh, a couple of years ago. I think he had yeah, a surgery, uh, the surgery on his on his knee as well. Not as bad as this. No, clearly, yeah, as uh, bad. No, it wasn't. No, I don't think it was as this bad. Didn't he play for Georgia? He he ripped. No, did he? 
I don't think so. Because I forget who, who put put it up, but um, a Georgia. I know he tore. I know he tore. Uh, he tore ligaments in his yeah. Knee. Um, but uh, but here's the thing: if you at some point, there's not going to be any ligaments left. Yeah. Unless they use cadaver ligaments, which they do. They use dead people ligaments. So that could help him. Uh, we have a little bit of a zombie Nick Chubb there, which is even scarier. <laughs> scarier, <so>. yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's rough. And then that's the other thing, too, is is the rehab, the getting through it, the pain, the process. Well, and, and the other oh, thing I, I saw was, I mean, it's early, early in the stages here, but they're talking about possibly two surgeries for this knee. Probably, and it may be. And that's the other thing, too, is we've seen this, like I said, with doing the recovery and the rehab and the process and doing all this stuff with Andrew Luck and that toll that it takes on someone. Yeah. Does he have it in him to do this again, having gone through basically a reconstructive knee surgery before? Now, this is on another massive scale on the same knee. Um, and who knows the processes that are going to ne- be needed for this one. Um, and then again, the recovery, the pain, the process, the physical therapy, all of that to come back. Does he, you know, is he, does he have the mental fortitude to do that again? And, and I don't mean to say that in, in a way that's disparaging because it's definitely not. That's yeah. definitely not the way it's coming across. Because honestly, if if somebody sneezed on my knee right now, I would just quit and say, no, I'm done. Thank you. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't, please, I, I don't want to do anything. So the fact that he already came back from this and was one of the most electrifying and, and best players in the NFL, um, to then have this happen again, like th- that takes a mental and physical toll that not many people can know or recognize like i said you have your andrew lux you have some offensive linemen out there who know what this is like um but you know even even for players who have your run-of-the-mill injuries or run-of-the-mill and i I hate to say it like run-of-the-mill acl injuries yeah but that's almost what they are now at this point uh like having this and having something like this twice in your career already and having to come back from it, like that's that's a lot. That yeah. is a lot to come from. So again, all thoughts, all prayers. If you pray or not, you know, whatever. Uh, even if you don't, throw up, throw up something. Uh, thoughts and love, much love, whatever. We much mana um, over there to Nick Chubb and uh, and uh, you know, hopefully a healthy and speedy recovery. Um, even if he doesn't play again. He's able to walk and function as a fucking human being. Yeah. Then that's a win. That's an absolute win. That that should be his first thing on his mind is I should, you know, get myself back to be able to walk. I don't know if he has kids or whatever, but you know, walk my, with my family, you know, football is secondary right now to, to him. It should be at least. Everything. Every, and, and, and I know it's not going to be for him depending <laughs> on how, on how he looks at it. Um, if, if, if if ball is life for him, then that might be something that's hard to to take away from him. Yeah. Um. Especially as he gets healthier and gets closer to to rehab and whatever. But that that'll be a bridge to cross when he gets there. Yeah. Um. And so we'll just keep an eye out for that. But uh, 
best of best of luck to Kareem and uh, uh, I'm sorry to uh, Nick, Nick. And Kareem. Yeah. And best of luck to Kareem. I I know. Yeah, you know he kicked the girl and. I mean, to, to be fair, she was white girl wasted and was, you know, kind of just, you know, like he, listen, usually I look at those stuff and I'm like, oh man, what a terrible athlete. Why would he do that? And you see, like, you know, when I first heard that, I was thinking Ray Rice video. Yeah, that, that's when what I, I thought. Before I heard of it, I thought Ray Rice video. And then I watched it and I was like, there isn't anybody here among us that won on a thrown a kick at that drunk bitch. I, I wouldn't. Not a single one of us. I wouldn't. Know. Yeah, you would. I would have helped her up. You fucking liar. <laughs> You're a liar. You're an absolute liar. I'm Listen, a gentleman. People, people need to understand, <laughs> just because you were drunk and sloppy and a female does not give you the right to do what they were doing in that whole way and acting the way they were acting towards people. So yeah. uh, I I honestly give him the benefit of that in that situation. I know people are going to sit there and say, never woman ever and i get that i'm just me i'm not advocating domestic violence i never have never will yeah you know i i have uh, i have you know family members who have suffered from that both male and female who have suffered from domestic violence um so it's it is definitely not a joking subject it's definitely not something that i take lightly uh so if anybody wants to come at me for that you can suck the fattest part of my balls <laughs> uh you know i i it's definitely not a subject i take lightly uh that being said if you watch that video that girl deserved a a, a fucking nike to the face and she didn't even get that it was yeah. more of a sh with the foot is yeah. really what it was it wasn't even really a kick so i i i i i give him that so we'll see best of luck to kareem and the browns they're gonna they, they they're gonna need something and i'm gonna be honest it's 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 not bad you have somebody who's there, who's been in the Browns organization, who's been in that building, who I think still has some miles on him. Where he can go. He's got a one-year deal, $4 million, uh, up to uh, $4 million, which means it's probably incentive-laden, okay. which you can understand. Uh, but uh, do, you think, yeah. do you think with him signing, it's going to get Watson out of this like, little funk? I mean, he, he's not playing like a $230 million quarterback. I don't here's the thing is is he's had the whole offseason now like the the idea of there being the Deshaun Watson rust yeah and all that like again but taking that much time off of football isn't good no matter what the situation is so like it, did that ruin him is like, like, will we ever see the Deshaun Watson that was, you know, the phenom from Clemson and those first couple of years in Houston? Will we ever see that again? Um, I don't know. Well, he, he know. was suspended how many games last year? Uh, 12. 12 out of 16 games, right? Uh, 17. 17. So he played five games, six, seven now. I mean, if he doesn't turn this around within the next three weeks tops, I think it's it would be safe to say, yeah, we're not going to see the Deshaun Watson of the past because but three weeks from now it would be close to a, a full season of being able to get that rust knocked off. Yeah, but you no, but you also have an entire off season. Like I'm not counting the games from last year as this year. Like you can't like you can't do that. That's that's a stop and start and stop and start. You're like yeah. no. Let's see. Let's see 
what happens this year. Because listen, at the end of the day, Cleveland's got him for the next five yeah, years, oh, yeah. four years, whatever it is. Of course, he's got the guaranteed two hundred twenty-two million, whatever it is. So he's not going anywhere. Yeah. So let's see what happens this year. Let's see if he does get better as the year progresses. What we see in week eight, what we see in week twelve, what we see in week fourteen. We'll see. You know, um, I think the Browns have talent. Losing Chubb hurts. Yes. Um, but they can still compete and play in that division. That fucking division is tough, though, man. That yeah. division is, and that's why I think the Bengals are in trouble because they're down zero and two. But this isn't like falling down zero and two last year. Joe Burrow looks not great, um, and and being down zero and two, you've already lost. Uh, uh, you've you've lost now two games in the division. You lost to the Browns and you lost to the Ravens. So now you're 0-2 in a division. Uh, that's a tough hole to come out of, and, in that division especially. And to take it like a step further, he lost to the Steelers' defense this past month. He didn't lose to the Steelers. He lost to the Steelers' defense. I'm talking about Joe Burrow. Oh, that okay, the Browns. Browns and Bengals, both orange. The Browns are 1-1. One one. <laughs> the Browns are 1-1. One one. I was yeah. talking about Joe Burrow. Yeah. No, Did that, you that, hear me start talking about the Bengals? I was I was thinking about the Bengals playing the Steelers. I thought they were playing each other this past Monday, but it was the Browns. That's oh right. my God, See, Jimbo! I, I, I forgot to have my W today. <sighs> what am I going to do with you? <laughs> but I mean, I do agree. I mean, Listen, if you forgot to have it, you got to go get it. Go to w.gg. Put STS Sports eighteen in the promo code bar. You're going to get fifteen percent off. All capital letters, by the way. Get your W right now. Go there. You, Jimbo, you go there, and you listener. You should probably do the same so you don't end up sounding like Jimbo. Yeah, that's not um, good. <laughs> no, it's never a good thing. Uh, but no, like the the um, here's the thing: the Browns didn't play bad. Like the Sean maybe didn't look the sharpest, but the Browns did not play terrible. It, that Steelers defense won them that game. Yeah, and I think the the, the stat that I saw was that the steel the, the Steelers are the first team in NFL history to have a comeback win in the fourth quarter having negative yardage on offense. Well, yeah. I mean, I think I saw something that the Steelers never got the ball inside the Brown, uh, the Browns 30. Like so the offense. All that, that, that tells you right there who won the game. Yeah. Is that it was that Steelers defense. And if it wasn't for TJ Watt, <laughs> the Browns win that game. And then you have the Browns that are 2-0 and in the division taking a stranglehold of that division in front of the top. So, like I said, the Steelers are going to be able to win and steal some games this year. Kenny Pickett, he's got to get better. Um, I know Steelers fans want to take Matt Canada and, you know, lynch him from one of the ketchup bottles there <laughs> uh, at Heinz Field. It's still Heinz Field. I still call it that. It will always be Heinz Field. Yeah, you ask any Steelers uh, fans, it's, it's Heinz Field. And they brought the ketchup bottle back because I think one of the gates now is the Heinz Gate. So they brought back one of the big ketchup bottles there. And it's like, oh, yeah, they brought the ketchup bottle. But you still see outside, it says Acrisure Stadium. It's like, get the fuck out yeah. of here. It's fucking Heinz. Let's be honest. Um, but like they're, they're, you're, they're going to be able to steal some games, but they have to get better on offense. They have to, I don't know, maybe call better plays on offense. Um, but you, you see flashes there. Like you see the picket to pickens connection 
is there. And when they do connect, man, is it good. But it's everything else in between that yeah. is not working. Uh, but that defense is working. Um, and and uh, and we'll see. But that AFC North is a bitch. That's going to be a bitch for a lot of people. Um, I'll ask you this, Jimbo. Uh, okay. What did you learn from this, the week two of the NFL season? What, what was your biggest takeaways from the games this weekend? If I can ask, if I may ask such a question on a sports show in which we talk about the NFL mostly. Um, well, what I learned is if I want the Giants to lose, just to watch them play. Um, because I watched them until halftime and I put Star Wars on because that game was just hard to watch. Um, and then you guys were texting me, we're making a comeback. And I'm like, yeah, okay. And then I saw in fourth quarter, you guys scored 20 points. I'm like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> um, I think the other part too, I did watch the Jets and the Cowboys. And maybe this is me because I, I you know, past week... Um, I've been on the, 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 the Zach Wilson, you know, fan, whatever you want to call it. So I don't say it badly again, like last week, but I think the jets are better than what people are giving them. Even with Zach Wilson as quarterback. Yes. He has to play a lot better, but they're not an Owen 16 team with him at quarterback. The, the jets are, here's the, here's the thing. And I said this last week too, the jets are a Super Bowl team. Um, except at quarterback. And that was the reason they got Aaron Rodgers. Because even last year, they were a good team. They were a playoff team if they had a competent quarterback. Now you give them a Hall of Fame quarterback with that team and even the, some of the added pieces they had, this is a team that was meant to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. They were. They were built to win. They were built to go to the Super Bowl. And they got four plays in, and then they lost them, and now they're back to exactly where they were last year. They need a quarterback. And Zach Wilson ain't it. This team is not making the playoffs with Zach Wilson as the quarterback. They are not. That is the fact of the matter. It's it's hard. It sucks. It's deflating. But even every Jet fan knows this team is not making the playoffs with Zach Wilson, a quarterback. They're not doing it. So they need to get a quarterback. Nobody's going to give a quarterback up this earlier in the season, though. And there's no quarterbacks out there right now for them to get. So they are between a rock and a hard place. And if they lose to the Patriots this week, there's going to be a mutiny. Whether it's on a team, whether it's the fans, whether it's the media, whether it's all three, it's it's not going to be pretty. So uh, I think if, if they lose to the Patriots, I think you'll see, you know, a Carson Wentz or a, a no, Jacoby Brisket. No, they, they'll, they'll, they'll sign a quarterback. Did you just say Jacoby Brisket? Yeah. What, Jacoby Brissett. Yeah, Brisket, set. Pretty close. Hey, Jesus, <laughs> Christ. Jesus Christ. But I, I think they'll sign a, a, a quarterback. Um, I, I don't know if they're going to pull the trigger on some... Because Carson Wentz is, at best, a lateral move. And maybe the same with Brissett. I think Brissett is a better quarterback, but bringing him in, putting into a brand new system, trying to learn everything like that, like I don't know if that works. Um, but I think I think you're going to find out this week if if Zach Wilson doesn't have 
a good game. And I'm talking like maybe even stellar. He might have to be stellar in this game. Okay. If he doesn't have a stellar game and the Jets either lose or if they win, but just barely, um, and it's like, you know, six to three or some nonsense like that, like it was last year, uh, there's going to be a mutiny. There's going to be a riot. Um, and I think the Jets will know at that point, like, we have to kick the tires on somebody. We have to start looking around. We have to see. We'll overpay. We'll send first picks. We'll send whatever we have to do. And and again, we'll see what Minnesota does. I think here's the thing. This week will tell you when, like, if, if they're going to get rid of him, if they know they have to get somebody else from Zach Wilson, I yeah. think after the bye week or during the bye week is when they'll pull the trigger. Because I think by that point, which is, uh, I think, three or four weeks from now, um, you'll have other teams. We'll kind of know where they stand. We'll see where Minnesota is. Like if Minnesota continues to lose, uh, they may just be like, listen, we'll hand in the season. We'll sign Justin Jefferson to a large deal. We'll get him a ton of money and say, listen, we're going to give you this money. We're giving you this deal, but we're, we're, we're going to go for a quarterback in the off season, but this season's we're, we're giving up on this season and let him know that and trade Kirk cousins. And that way you can get a first round. You, I mean, you have, and and at that point, fleece the Jets because you have all the leverage now. The Jets need well, yeah. somebody else. And I'm I'm saying, even, like everybody wants to make fun of Kirk Cousins, but you put Kirk Cousins on that Jets team, that Jet team makes the playoffs. Yeah, but that one that comes Cousins is a Kirk Cousins is a quantum leap from Zach Wilson. Well, I mean that I'll give you, but. The one thing Kirk Cousin hasn't shown us yet is that he could win in primetime, and that's where the Super Bowl games. Kirk Cousins can't win in primetime. Zach Wilson can't win. He can't win in primetime at 1 p.m., at 4.30 p.m. He can't win at all. You sound like the wife from... You sound like Adrian. You can't win! (laughs) I'm sorry. I had to take a little side note there. But I mean, but like, I mean, if we're going to be serious here for a second, yeah. let me be serious for a moment to pull up Lance Storm. Like, what do we like? Like, oh, well, uh, uh, Kirk Cousins, you know, you, you look at him and what he's done. You put Kirk Cousins on this team. This team is making the divisional round at least, at least they're making the playoffs and they're probably winning a game. I'm not going to guarantee it, but I'll say more likely than not, that'll happen. Yeah. With this Jets team, with that defense, with those weapons they have there, shit, half the time, all he'll have to do is hand off to Bryce Hall. Even and he would say, well, why can't Zach Wilson do that? Because Zach Wilson can't do that. Because then every now and then you're going to have to throw the ball to keep the defense honest. And guess what? He can't do that. Yeah. No, so yeah. this is yeah. this is going to be a big this is going to be a big week to find out for the Jets what they're doing. And, and where they go from here and what this season is going to entail. Like, there's a lot to figure out coming up this week against the Patriots. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And as for me, like, I don't, I don't, I don't know what I learned really from this week other than, uh, the Giants are Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Um, I still worry about the Eagles. The Eagles are not impressive. Um, the only- you know, I know, it's not, I know it's not college. I know, you know, a win is a win in the NFL. Yeah. I get that. I understand that. Uh, but um, two very 
lackluster win. And to be honest, if Minnesota doesn't hand you that game with fumble after fumble after fumble yeah. and un unforced fumbles, like they just fumbled the fucking ball. It's not like the Eagles punched it out or hit it with a helmet or had a good hit. They just fumbled the fucking ball. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Like, if Minnesota doesn't do that, Minnesota wins the game. And that and that's the difference. Kind of how we talked about if if that Patriot rookie has the wherewithal to get that second foot down instead of stepping out of bounds, yeah. the Patriots win that game. So the Eagles have really survived two weeks at two and all, but like it's it's a it's a not good two and all. Like it doesn't feel like a good two and all. I, I um, think if ROC remembers what he did in this this past week of run the fucking ball, I think you'll see a a, a, a better Eagles team, possibly last year's Eagles team. But I'll say this. Too. I'll say this too, real quick. Okay. Before before we get to my top twelve. Okay. The thing that is scaring me right now is that the Cowboys are doing what I said they had to do in order to win games. I said what they needed to do, especially with that defense, with that offensive line, and with Tony Pollard in that running game, is let the defense do what they do. Let that defense eat. Feed Tony Pollard the ball. Run, run, run with that offensive line. And every now and then, have Dak throw occasionally to C.D. Lamb, throw short passes. Go for a shot every now and then, but keep the defense honest. And they'll win and they'll win convincingly. And so far, in that game against the Jets, that was the exact game plan they had. Yeah, And you saw that work, 30-10, to 10, against one of the more impressive defenses in the NFL. Um, so if Jerry can stay out of the fucking way, <laughs> the Cowboys are legitimately scary. Um, that's, a, that's one thing I learned, and I hate to say it, because I fucking hate the Cowboys. <laughs> and I hate all their fans. And I know Ashley Gwendon's probably not listening to this, but fuck <laughs> you and your fucking Cowboys and shove that 40 to nothing up your ass. <laughs> but uh, it's, I mean, they're good. I mean, they're good. I hate to say it, but they're good. All right, so what is your, your top 12, your, oh, your, your power rankings? All right. Here we go. After week two, Kings NFL top 12 power rankings brought to you by nobody yet because nobody decided to sponsor us. If you want to sponsor us, hey, send us a message over uh, on our ex, which sounds weird. It sounds like we're asking you to write on our ex-girlfriend or something. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, uh, uh, over on X, X Twitter there, uh, ST Sports Podcast, ST Sports Podcast. We're over there. Send us a message. Say, hey, we want to sponsor the king's top 12 and uh do that and you'll get your logo all over it it'll be nice we'll talk about you it'll be great uh but anyway here it is king's top 12 for week two or after week two at number 12 dropping two spots i have the los angeles rams they did lose to the san francisco 49ers but they played a hell of a game played them close a lot closer than i thought that game was gonna be you had the rams very impressive in week one against the seattle seahawks who went into detroit and won in overtime uh, last week, and then they put up a hell of a fight and played very well against what I think is one of the more dominant teams in the NFL right now. So the Rams lost, but they don't drop out of the rankings. I have them at 12. At 11, I have your Washington football team of Redskin Commanders. They are 2 and 0. Oh. They're up one spot from 12 to 11. 
they uh, were getting crushed in the first half uh, by Denver. Second half, completely different story. Came all the way back. Granted, they gave up a Hail Mary at the end of the game and then decided to just maul every Denver receiver on a two-point conversion. Didn't get called for pass interference. I think what the refs talking about? I, th- I thought it was a bang-bang play. Uh, uh, <laughs> bang-bang because he was banging them. They were, they, <laughs> it, there were sexual assault happening in the end zone, and nobody threw a flag. But be that as it may, it is the NFL. A win is a win. The commanders are 2-0, and so they get moved up a spot. Uh, down one spot because they lost is the Jacksonville Jaguars at number 10. They are 1-1. One and one. Uh, They lost, again, tight game, close game against the Chiefs. A lot of people are saying, well, this is kind of proof that the Jaguars aren't quite there yet, not quite ready for primetime players, as they said. Uh, but I think, you know, listen, I think the Chiefs are, are back to being healthy. They got Chris Jones back. You had Travis Kelsey, which, by the way, I did mention this to my fiancé. Uh, when he's going to play, I say, be prepared. Now that this whole Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift stuff's happening, all you're going to hear from every announcer, every pundit, every talk show host is every kind of Taylor Swift lyrical pun that they could do. And sure enough, in that game, Travis Kelsey catches a touchdown and Ian Eagle, who I do love, uh, said, Travis Kelsey finding a blank space in the end zone for a Chiefs touchdown, and I was, I was like, I told you, I said, I told you. Then you hear Rich Eisen on the pregame talking about, uh, can Travis Kelsey shake it off this knee injury that he has? Like, oh, I told you, I told you, it's starting. So everybody's got to prepare themselves for that. That being said, back to the Jaguars. Uh, again, they hung tight against what people consider to be the best team in the NFL, arguably. Um, so I didn't move them down too much for close loss. Jaguars at ten. Number nine, Buccaneers, 2-0, and up two spots from number 11. Love the way they're playing. Again, they beat the Bears, which, I mean, isn't much when you don't have a defensive coordinator because he's too busy at home touching himself to kitty porn. Uh, allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> unconfirmed reports. Um, but I like the way Baker's playing. I liked, I've always liked Baker. I will always root for Baker. I like the way this Buccaneers team is playing. They're 2-0 and after nobody gave them a real shot to do anything this year. Um, they went up to Minnesota in week one and beat Minnesota, who was a playoff team last year. Uh, I, I, I like the Buccaneers. We'll see how the season goes for them later on. But for now, number nine. Number eight, getting back into the rankings with a dominating win. The Buffalo Bills... At one and one again, they were not ranked last week uh, after losing to the Jets without Aaron Rodgers. I figured, okay, well, you're getting you're getting bumped out after having what was it four or five turnovers, four interceptions, whatever the case was, just terrible play. Well, they seem to get a get right game against the Raiders. Um, I, I I don't think the Raiders are that bad, but uh, the Bills were impressive. The Bills yeah. were impressive in this game, and this was the kind of game they needed. Josh Allen needed this game kind of to quiet everybody down about, oh, Josh Allen can't do it anymore. He's uh, he's washed, all this kind of stuff. No, nah, nah. the Bills the Bills are still the Bills. They're good. They're back in the top 12 here at number eight. At number seven, down five spots, unfortunately, uh, are the Detroit Lions. Uh, I would have liked to have seen them play a more solid game and to, and to finish off the Seahawks when they had the chance. 
They didn't. It got taken to overtime. The the Seahawks showed. Now listen, I think there might have been a couple of missed calls on that overtime drive or anything like that. But I, I mean, even Dan Campbell will be the first one to tell you, you you can't use that as as an excuse. Yeah, they should have closed it out in regulation. They didn't. I still think the Lions are a good team, but uh, they moved down a couple spots, five spots actually, down to number seven. Number six, up a spot. I have the Philadelphia Eagles at two and zero. Again, we talked about it. Not impressive in any of their two games. But in the NFL, especially that NFC East, 2-1-0 is 2-0. So you take what you can get. Um, who do they play this week? Tampa Bay, Monday night. Look at that. That's going to be a fun one, especially if we just talked Tampa Bay up a little bit. We'll see. Can the Eagles make it 3-0? Will it be another close game? Will it be another nail-biter? Will they be able to put away Tampa Bay? Or does Baker have some of that magic? We'll see. Uh, Eagles at number six. Number five, staying put, the Baltimore Ravens at 2-0. They beat the Bengals team, which I think is just in massive disarray right now. Uh, The Bengals played at least a little bit more of a game and kept it closer than they did against the Browns in week one. But um, a lot of that was the special teams uh, for Cincinnati trying to help them out and their defense trying to help them out. Uh, the Ravens again without J.K. Dobbins for the rest of the year tore his uh, Achilles on grass. By the way, for all you turf haters, um, again a win, but against not really a, an impressive opponent. But it is a division win. You take those where you can get them. They are in the top five at number five. At number four, up two spots. I had the Kansas City Chiefs. They went down on the road to Jacksonville. Uh, Got a hard fort win again. Jacksonville gave Kansas City everything they could when they visited in the divisional round last year in Arrowhead. Again, it was a good game, hard fort game, not very high scoring, but in the end, uh, the Chiefs were able to go ahead and pull out that victory. Uh, Travis Kelsey there celebrating with Taylor Swift afterwards. Uh, something, 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 Taylor Swift. That's what everybody's doing nowadays, anyway. Uh, but the Chiefs. <laughs> Up two spots, they are currently one and one. They are our highest ranked one and one team at number four. At number three, a team that has been very impressive, and they are very impressive. And man, I'm 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 interested to see how this goes. The Miami Dolphins, number three at two and zero. Oh. Um, I have them as no change from last week, simply because um, of the teams above them, really. Uh, the Dolphins look really impressive. They really look good. Um, Tua looks amazing. Uh, they have so many weapons. They have so many ways to get go after you. I, uh, I, I, I had a thought and I lost it. I, 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 I'm, I'm trying. I'm gushing so much about the Dolphins because there was a lot of hype around them coming out of the offseason, that they had built a lot of stuff around there. They were making a push. They were going to go ahead and do this. And so far, it all seems to be working. It's all it's all part of the plan. Um, yeah. And they're doing really well, a lot more so than I think anybody thought the Dolphins were going to do. Uh, so, And they get a division win against the Patriots at home with Patriots wearing those sweet, sweet Pat Patriot uniforms. Uh, I wish they would bring those back full time. I know they'll never will, but it is what it is. Uh, but yeah, Dolphins two and zero in the top three. Number two, I 
fucking hate them. <laughs> Dallas Cowboys, two and zero. They're up a spot. They are. They're just impressive. They're just an impressive team. Defensively, is there anybody right now playing better than Mike Parsons? Maybe TJ Watt, but TJ Watt's on a team that is middling at best, unfortunately, even though it has a great defense. The Cowboys have a great defense. And again, they have an offensive line that is tremendous, a running game that can't be stopped. And again, if you don't give Dak too much to do, that team, as we saw against the Jets, and that Jets defense is is going to be damn near unstoppable. If they can maintain that, if they don't try to push Dak too much, as I said over the last couple of weeks, uh, the Cowboys are going to be there right at the end, which is a nightmare for everybody else in the NFL. Because uh, all we're going to have to hear now is, them boys! Oh, them boys are back there, man! Them boys! Look out for them boys! And I hopefully, don't they, hopefully they lose soon, so we don't have to hear that. Uh... But there you go. There's your Dallas Cowboys at number two. It's looking very 90s here at the top because at number one, I still have your San Francisco 49ers. 2-0. and They went into SoFi, which is basically Levi South, if you anybody see that. It was 95% 49ers fans bad. there. Uh, so, SoFi is never a home crowd for the Rams or Chargers. It's really sad um, what happens there in L.A. But uh, the Niners... Uh, again, a tighter game than I think anybody thought, but they win, and a win is a win here in the NFL. And now the 49ers, uh, uh, by the time you're hearing this, are playing tonight against the New York football Giants, uh, which, God help us, please, God, <laughs> just let it let it not be 40 to nothing. Let it not be another one of those. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't do it. I can't do that. Um, again, I hope maybe that second half against the Cardinals was – was a bit of the blossoming of the Giants, maybe a blooming, if you will. We can hope. But there you go. Kings top 12 in the NFL after week two. We have the 49ers, the Cowboys, the Dolphins, the Chiefs, the Ravens, the Eagles, the Lions, the Bills, the Bucks, the Jags, the football team of Redskin Commanders, and the Rams. Kicked out of the rankings this week was the Cleveland Browns because they did lose. They lost to a comeback when the opposing team had negative yardage and they also lost Nick Chubb. Still, That's a lot of hurt. I still say Giants by 20. Stop it. Stop <laughs> it. Stop. I'm trying to Stop. build you up. <laughs> no, you're not. You're, you're doing, I know what you're doing. Stop it. That's all I'm going to ask. Stop. Just stop it. Uh, for the most so part, what else is good? for the most part, I think what, what, I think your your rankings are, are pretty good. I, I agree with the Dolphins too. I, I think that offense is just impressive. it's impressive. It's fun to watch. Um, Tyreek Hill looks like he's on another level compared to the rest of his career, even though he was already really good. Um, and I like this tour. Yeah, I like this tour. This this more kind of fuck you aggressive kind of tour. I I like him. Yeah. Maybe, I really do like him. Maybe that judo uh, worked out for him. And uh, and uh, who knows? Maybe the concussions kind of rattled uh, rattled some stuff inside him. And uh, and uh, you know now he's got a little bit more of that uh, killer instinct or or whatever it is. But uh, I, I you know and I don't want to say that because you know obviously concussions are a very serious issue as a CTE. So we here at Stay Tuned Sports do not make light of anybody who has had concussions. 
or a dozen concussions or anything like that. We understand the seriousness of the nature. So please don't come after me for that. <laughs> um, listen, if you're going to go after anybody, go after the defensive coordinator from the Bears, Alan Williams, <laughs> whatever his name is, or look at that kitty porn. That's, that's, that's who you go after. Uh, but yeah, man, wow. What, what, what a, what a show starting off with NFL coaches and kitty porn and knees being destroyed. And well, we still have one last segment King. What do we got here? We still got to do our W picks. Oh, yeah, we got to do that. I forgot. I mean, I know you don't want to pick the Giants-San Fran game because it's a Thursday night game, but, you know. Well, we have to. We have, we to. have to. We always we always do the Thursday games. We do. And let me pull up. The, I got I to gotta pull up the point spreads here. I got to pull up the books. Got to pull last, up the books. While, while you're pulling them up, um, last week was a, a better week for me. Overall, King's up one game on me. So hopefully this week will be a, a, a another better week for me and I could overtake this ranking and then have this trophy plus my belt that he has still yet to mail to me. Well, King James belt. I, I, this, this belt, you've never had this belt because I made this one here. I just haven't sent it out yet. You still have the OG belt. Yes. Which is collecting dust uh, because it's always here. <laughs> So is mine. Plus, I got to get more stuff for my belt. Like, I want. Here's the thing. I want to get a new one. I want to redo the belt because it's kind of screwed up. Yeah. Because it's kind of it was a purpose belt from an old podcast I had, and I wanted to redo it for this one, and I did it badly. It was da da. So I'd like to make a new one. Uh, I'm just poor. I have no income, so I can't do anything. You know, I, I don't have the ability <laughs> to go ahead and do that. So, um. If you guys want to help us out, you go to buymeacoffee.com, stay tuned sports, buymeacoffee.com slash stay tuned sports, and you could donate. We'll use it for equipment. I need a new computer. We need a new championship belt for the uh, King James rivalry. We need a lot of stuff here, and we can polish it up, but we do need your help. So you can go ahead and do that over at buymeacoffee.com slash stay tuned sports. And I'll have the link in the show notes too. So it's a little bit easier for you guys just to click it and then. Buy us a beer. I'm, I'm gonna find a way to get like a like do all those links. Maybe I'll do a link tree in the, uh, you know, like all those OnlyFan models do. Not that I would know. <laughs> I've heard about it. A friend but told you all their links in the link tree dot you know thing. So you could just click on a link and it gives you all the links. Like we could do like to the show, to the YouTube, to the uh, buy me a coffee, yeah. to the Discord. Which I'm trying to work some stuff out with the Discord too. We're doing a little experimenting, so you're gonna want to join the Discord as well. We'll go ahead and we'll put the link there as well for you to do that. Jimbo, <sighs> Thursday night football. Yes. The New York football giants traveling out there to Levi stadium, uh, some 60 miles away from San Francisco. <laughs> Everybody wants to bitch about the giants. Oh, they play in New Jersey. They play in New Jersey. We play six miles from downtown New York. The 49ers play 60 goddamn miles away from San Francisco. I don't want to hear that shit. Philly plays in Philly. Uh, anyway, the giant. Yeah. Well, Philly plays in Philly. So I'll give Philly the credit. They, they do it right there. Uh, 49ers 10 and a half point favorites uh, going into that Thursday night game. Jimbo, who do you got and why? I've been saying it all week and I've been saying it today and I'll say it again. Giants by 20. 
Okay, let, let us be honest. I, I can't do that. <laughs> I'm taking San Fran. I mean, San Fran, and yeah. the po- you're, you're giving the points, huh? Yeah. Um, with Barkley out, I think San Fran is just going to pin their ears back and just go at Daniel Jones. And um, how, how did Evan Neal play in the second half? Because, I mean, every time I did watch the Giants, he's the glaring one that stuck out to me that was the worst uh, on that, that line. Um, I know in the second half, Daniel Jones had a rushing touchdown taken back because Neal did a holding call that had no purpose on the play in which it happened. So like, he's like, again, good. Thank God the giants still got the touchdown. Anyway, Daniel Jones threw a fucking laser. The next play, like anybody else throws that ball. It's intercepted. He threw it so fast though. Like it was such a laser. It went right through the defender's hands. Yeah. Uh, so like it was like Daniel Jones took over that game in the second half and that, that gave me hope and a burst of pride a bit and was like, fuck yeah. Like, like DJ is doing what DJ does and, and it made me happy. Um, and for that reason, here's the thing. The Giants aren't going to win this game. I know it. You know what everybody knows. The Giants are not going to win this game. I'm under no illusions of that. I think they keep it under 10 and a half though. Wow. I think it stays closer than 10 and a half. I think the Niners win. I think the Niners might win by 10. But I think that hook helps the Giants. Yeah. So I will take the Giants getting the 10 and a half for the hook on that Thursday night game. Okay. I will do I will do that. All right. What's your second game, Jimbo? Which one are you picking? Uh, let's see here. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the the Chargers Minnesota game here. Um, Chargers are giving one and a half. I'm going to Minnesota. I'm gonna go with Minnesota on this one. Um, you know the over under is fifty three and a half, so it kind of looks like the 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 Chargers Miami game from week one. A lot of points are gonna be put up, and I think. The Chargers defense is still going to have issues. Um, some questions are being brought up. Are they still suffering from that Jacksonville loss in the playoffs, which is starting to piss off the coach? Um, and I think Minnesota is overall all three aspects of the game. I think they're going to they're they're going to get the turnovers corrected and win this game. I'm going to jump on that game too. But I'm going the opposite way because the Vikings can't get out of their own way. And as much as the Chargers can't get out of their own way, they still have a much better offense and their defense does play well. If they're put into a position where it's not a close game and they kind of can't fuck it up, they'll be in a good spot. And I think this is kind of that game. I have no faith in Minnesota, even at home. I have none. And the Chargers have to here's the thing staley's coaching for his job now they're owing two yeah he has to win you cannot go owing three with this team after they gave you like it's it just it, even the spanos as terrible as they are are gonna have to get rid of them and i know they don't like dead money but they're gonna have to uh so and especially with that spread one and a half i'll go with the chargers i'm picking them They'll win, and I think they'll win pretty handily. I'll put that out there. All right. 
What is your third pick? My third game. I'm actually going to say this one. I'm going to say we have the Buffalo Bills. They are at the Washington football team at Redskins Commanders at Poop Pipe Stadium. Uh, <laughs> Bills favored by six and a half on the road there in uh, Landover, Maryland. Um, I'm going to take the Commanders. I'm taking the Washington football team at Redskins Commanders here. Uh, getting the six and a half. I like Buffalo. They played very well against the Raiders. Uh, Washington has impressed me so far. I'm not saying they're going to win the game, but I don't. I think this game is a lot closer than any of the bookies or anybody else thinks it is. Uh, it might be a field goal game, so I will go with the Washington Football Team of Redskins Commanders getting the six and a half against the Buffalo Bills. All right. So before I get my pick, I know you said you're not saying they're going to win the game, but do, do you think they win the game, Washington? I don't know. I'm not, I don't. I don't know if they're going to win it out, right? Yeah. But that's not what this game is. This is against the spread, baby. No, no, I know. All we worry about here on this particular <laughs> segment is the spread, and then this spread, I'm taking the Commanders. Oh, I want to redo for Week One and Week Two because I thought we were picking them straight up, not with the points. Don't you don't you know <laughs> what this was? Don't you dare! Uh, I, I'm, my jersey out of me. Don't you dare! <laughs> Oh, you don't, <laughs> don't know what, what you're, you're talking, talking about. about. Oh, Donnie. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with Washington, too. Um, and I'll even go a step further saying that I think they could win this. Even though Buffalo, I guess you could say, blew out the Raiders. Um, I agree. I think this game's going to be a lot. Uh, yeah, you could say that. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking they blew them out. <laughs> Um, I think this 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 I think should have been like a a three point spread, you know, one way or the other. I think it's going to be decided by a field goal. So I'm going to go with Washington plus six and a half, though. All right, all right. And you're saying you might even do a little sprinkle on the money line there. I'm not advocating that. Nobody here is advocating that, of course, because this is for entertainment purposes only. But uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know about that. Um, anyway, that will conclude, I think, the pick segment there. Also, listen, if you heard it earlier in the show, I don't know if you did or not, but if you heard it earlier in the show, Jimbo um, kind of lost track of what the fuck we were talking about. Which happens and a lot. talking about random shit again. He does it all the time. He does it all the time. <laughs> Squirrel! Uh, but he's usually better after he has some dubby and you would be better after some w2 w helps you focus w uh, w helps you get better because w has neurofactor helps your brain out gives you the energy you need has no sugar so you don't have that crash and that real shit feeling afterwards you don't get the shakes you don't get you know you don't look like a crackhead after you're doing it like you do with some of the other energy drinks you don't have that with w w is there for you in the in, in the best way possible, whether you're gaming, whether you're focusing on football, no matter what you're doing, uh, it you know, as long as you're not doing what Alan Williams was doing, you're going to be, you know, you'll be able to focus on things very well. God, I don't know why I brought him into that. I'm sorry. Yeah. Debbie, I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> My God. <laughs> uh, 
But anyway, if you go to W.GG, you can check out all the flavors they have. They even have some sample packs there for you. They have some of those shakers and tumblers and merchandise and all this other stuff there. Get everything you want when you're ready to check out in the promo code box in all capital letters. Put ST Sports 18. That is ST Sports 18. That's going to give you 10% off of your entire order. Dubby, be better. Yes. Um, so I think that's going to be it um, for the yes, for the show. Um, before sh- any more news comes out, before we find out, like you know, somebody is a communist Nazi or something from the NFL. Like before we get any of that, let's just just, just sign out. I don't know if I could take anymore. <laughs> um, and make sure you check out our YouTube channel because we are actually going to be going over now to do the rest of our week three picks. So till next week, this is your good friend Jimbo, and it's your boy King. We're out. Don't touch kids.